0: The green flag dropped at Texas Motor Speedway, signaling the start of the Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 500. Vital points were up for grabs as the NASCAR Cup Series playoffs was dwindled down to eight drivers from 12. This race in Texas, then shootouts in Kansas and Martinsville would see the eight halved to four. Participants were also eliminated from the race through a crash on the 31st lap of 105 in stage one of the event coming into the round Kyle Larson led the playoffs Kyle Busch was just below the cut line but it was Busch who led the race after the first stage as the two-time cup series champion picked up 10 points ahead of Ryan Blaney Larson and brother Kurt Kyle Busch slipped down the order though during the second stage at the end of which Larson grabbed maximum points. It was a close finish with William Byron grabbing 9 points for finishing the stage 2nd, up 3 places from 5th in stage 1, while Blaney took 3rd. Bush could only manage 6th. Several crashes at the end of the race brought a shake-up in the playoff standings, with contenders Joey Legado and Denny Hamlin being affected. But more importantly, Anthony Alfredo escaped unscathed after his vehicle caught fire. Once the race restarted, Larson was out in front and held on to secure the victory. He is also the first to book his place in the final four playoff spots. William Byron took second place, Christopher Bell finished third. After their respective BNP Paribas Open semi-final wins, both 27th seed Victoria Azarenka and 21st seed Paula Badosa spoke of their mental toughness over the past two weeks at Indian Wells. Now in the final, it was all about who could outlast the opponent. The last match of the tournament was a first meeting between the two and neither was willing to budge in the opening set. When serves were broken, there were breaks right back. Two occasions this happened during the first set that ultimately led to a tie-break. Even that was closely contested. Badoza would edge it though to go one love up in the match. But on a mission to level the encounter, Azarenka retaliated. She played with purpose from the get-go in the second, toppling the Spaniard serve. The Belarusian took a three-love lead after another break And while she failed to hold the next game, she cracked Bedoza's serve once more to go 4-1 up in the second. She then saw out the set to send the match to a decider. The third followed the pattern of the first, neck and neck. When there were breaks, there were immediate responses. And as was the case in the first set, it led to a tiebreak. A duel for the title right down to the wire. That produced a maiden WTA 1000 title winner, Pola Bodoza, victorious 7 6, 2 6, and 7 6 to be crowned champion.
1: The last time the Amsterdam Marathon took place was in 2019, with 45,000 runners lining up. But the race had to be cancelled in 2020 due to the coronavirus pandemic. This time, around 30,000 signed up for the 2021 edition that started at the Olympic Stadium and followed a scenic route that went through some of Amsterdam's places of interest like the Amstel River, the Maritime Museum and the historic canals. Since 1997, this marathon has been dominated by African runners, in particular Kenya and Ethiopia, and early indications were that this year's race was not going to be different. At the halfway mark, five Ethiopian runners were in the lead soon thereafter the real battle began as Tamira tola who was among the top five started making moves to go in front from third place tola was one of six runners left with a chance at winning the title at the 35th kilometer of the race the ethiopian gained the upper hand in the final three kilometers ultimately finishing first breaking the course record with a time of two hours three minutes 38 seconds kenya and lawrence Cherono held the previous record after finishing the amsterdam marathon in two hours Four minutes six seconds in 2018. tola's victory broke the dominance kenya has had on the marathon after they had won the last nine editions. ethiopia's lul gabriel Selassie initially remained close behind him but kenyan bernard kowash passed him in the final phase kowash came in second around half a minute after tola jonathan korir of kenya was fourth In the women's section, last-minute entrant Angela Tanui of Kenya was on top of her game as she dominated the race to cross the finish line with a time of 2 hours 17 minutes 57 seconds. Ethiopian Dejidu Azmero was the previous record holder after running the Amsterdam Marathon in 2 hours 19 minutes 26 seconds in 2019 maureen made it one two for kenya as she came in a distant second in two hours 20 minutes 18 seconds followed by ethiopia's haven hailu who clocked two hours 20 minutes 19 seconds rotterdam is the next big
2: marathon on the 2021 calendar catch all the action from the netherlands live and only on your world of champions The French capital was buzzing on Sunday as the 43rd edition of the Paris Marathon got underway. Back on the calendar after a year, a brief hiatus due to the pandemic. There were over 35,000 runners in attendance as well as a high-quality elite lineup. The entire marathon included three separate races running simultaneously. The men's elite, the women's elite and the wheelchair race for disabled athletes. When the men got going, a non-elite runner shot to the front to the amusement of all, including the runners and the commentators, who had no idea who he was. Having led the race for a couple hundred meters, seemingly completing his objective, he fell back into the bunch. The pace setters in the women's race were a little overzealous in the early stages. The actual competitors were out of sight in the first 10 kilometers. They were forced to reduce their speed to allow the elite women to catch up. The wheelchair battle developed into a two-horse race between home favourite Julien Cassoli and Sean Frame of Scotland. The two enjoy a massive gap over the rest at the midway points. The 2019 champion Cassoli dropped Frame after that and went on to retain his crown, completing the marathon in an hour, 33 minutes and 17 seconds. The elite men passed the elite woman right before the 30-kilometer mark and soon after that they moved past their pace-setters. The fastest man in the field, Nicholas Kira, among them. The lead kept changing hands between Joel Kimura and Elisha Rotich. But with less than four kilometers left in the race, the latter made his move, leaving the others in his rearview mirror. There were also big moves being made in the women's race. As Tigist Memuye and Yenes Tinkesa took off, none of the other women could keep up with their speed. Further ahead, Rotic maintained his momentum to seal the biggest win of his career, setting a new course record at 2 hours, 4 minutes, and 23 seconds. It was one of the fastest Paris marathons ever with five runners finishing before the two-hour, five-minute mark. In the women's race, Memouye dropped Dinkesa a kilometer before the finish line and did enough to hold on to a place at the front, finishing four seconds ahead of Dinkesa, a dominant showing from Kenya and Ethiopia. A light
3: drizzle welcomed the 9,000 runners for the Cape Town Marathon, the first official mass participation event in the country following the start of the COVID pandemic. The excitement was tangible at the start as the likes of Kharda Stein and Stephen Makoka headlined the field vying for the honours
4: the horn to start the race for 2021. There's, there goes our elite runners. Behind them will be the uh, second group of runners to come out. Remember we've got some 9,000 people competing today and a lovely tracking shot as they go away from Cape Town Stadium.
3: The race got off to a good pace as runners adjusted for early positions while also searching for a comfortable running groove. 15 kilometers in, the field remained close as Aparumi Joseph Kachapi held a slender lead over Makoka and Philemon Matiba, while Robert Chemasin and Daniel Muteti also kept up with the pace. In the women's section, Kharda Stein and Enalem Teferi held a good pace up front, ahead of Yantu Demisi and Lydia Simiu and Lucy Karimi. A strong showing by Lebenyang Koka powered him to the front of the men's race at the halfway point while Lucy Karimi moved to the front of the women's race with Simiyu and Stain in close proximity. The pace of the men's race remained intense throughout the 30 km mark, even with rain starting to come down again, making running conditions difficult. A frantic finish to the men's lead field followed as a three-way tussle for the title emerged. However, a great push by Makoka with a kilometer to go ended the battle as he powered to the line in a sub 2-hour, 10-minute time. Meanwhile in the women's race, Garda Steyn found herself in trouble through Greenpoint with Lucy Karimi and Lydia Simiou opening a sizeable gap in a two-way battle for the women's crown. Simiou in the end prevailed ahead of a counterpart to claim the Cape Town Marathon Ladies' Run for 2021.
4: Scotland and Bangladesh got their quest for a spot in the Super 12 League of the ICC T20 World Cup underway at the Al Amaret Cricket Ground. One of the favourites to advance, Bangladesh won the toss and elected to take the ball. There was early reward for the Tigers with Mohammad Saifuddin sending Scotland captain Kyle Kutzer backing with a gem of a delivery. Opener George Muncie made his presence felt at the crease, helping himself to a couple of maximums, scoring a quick-fire 29 of 23 deliveries before departing as Mehdi Hassan and Shakibal Hassan brought about the collapse of the Scottish innings. Both spinners combining to claim five wickets between them. Hassan bagging three in the process leaving Scotland reeling on 53 for six. In step Chris Greaves who brought stability to a shaky innings. Greaves alongside Mark Watt managed to put together a solid partnership of 51 for the seventh wicket. Greaves leading the charge, his 45 of 28 deliveries helping Scotland to a respectable score of 140 in the allotted 20 overs. The Tigers' pursuit of the 141 run target got off to a tentative start, losing two wickets inside the first power play. Sumia Sarkar and Leeton Dust sent back to the hut for five. Bangladesh, through the experienced heads of Shakibal Hassan and Mushfika Rahim, Managed to stem the bleeding, albeit at a steady run rate, below the required one. The 47-run stand was brought to an end as Chris Greaves struck twice in his space of two overs, removing Alassan and Rahim, with Scotland edging closer to a shock win. Wickets continued to tumble as the Bangladesh innings crumbled. Brad Will helping himself to three scalps on the night, and despite some late fireworks from Mary Sun. Scotland stunned the Tigers walking away with a 6-run win to give them hope of making it into the Super 12 league.
1: Oman and Papua New Guinea got the ICC T20 World Cup underway on Sunday in Almarat, with both sides determined not to be reduced to the role of warm-up acts at the global showpiece. The eight teams in the first round of qualifying are chasing four places in the Super 12 round-robin stage. This is the 7th edition of the tournament and Oman are playing in their second T20 World Cup while Papua New Guinea are making their debut. Oman won the toss and chose to field, a decision that worked in their favour as they took control of the match from the onset. Papua New Guinea was reeling under pressure and soon found themselves two wickets down in just two overs after their opening pair failed to add any runs. Enter Asad Vala and Charles Amini and the duo studied the Papua New Guinea ship before the partnership was broken in the 12th over when the latter departed the scene with 56 runs. Vala soon followed with 37 and the remaining batters failed to offer much resistance as Papua New Guinea reached 129 runs in their innings. Zeeshan Mahsoud, the chief destroyer, claiming four wickets. Set a target of 130 for victory, Oman wasted no time in getting runs on the scoreboard openers ahib elias and jatinda singh were ruthless towards the papua new guinea bowlers sending them to every corner of the field singh was the first to race to his half century off 33 balls in the 12th over marking a partnership of 100 runs for the opening pair and by this time the match was over as a contest two overs later elias got to his 50 of 43 balls and that's why he would finish unbeaten while Singh was on 73 to give Oman a 10-wicket victory with 38 balls remaining in this opening Group B encounter, giving Papua New Guinea a tough lesson in their first ever T20 World Cup outing. Oman Captain Mahsun was named man of the match for his magnificent display with the ball.
4: The ICC T20 World Cup action continues right here on your World of Champions Supersport as the Netherlands do battle against Ireland and Sri Lanka take on Namibia. Watch the drama unfold on Supersport cricket.